Welcome to the Sandbox Cooperative Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Dave. And I'm Carrie. And thanks for joining us today. We are at episode 96. 96. Uh, how did we get here? That's a lot of episodes. Well, I think we were sleeping through most of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, clearly uh, 85, maybe 86 of the best episodes ever. Yeah. I, <laughs> there are at least a couple good ones, I think, out of 96, I would imagine. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's it's been a wild ride, that's for sure. And then somewhere along the line, like Carrie showed up, and I'm not sure what to make of it. I was gonna say it's only felt like about ten episodes to me, <laughs> so I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> oh, but 96 episodes. Uh, that's first of all, that's that's pretty crazy. But second of all, that means we're coming up on episode 100 here pretty quick, um, and we should maybe do something for episode 100. Yeah, Hundo. I don't know what to make of it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, if you if y'all have any ideas, why don't you drop us an email or or just notify us on social media of some sort and just let us know what we should do for episode one hundred. Yeah, maybe there's a, a guest or topic you want to hear or something, but yeah, reach out and let us know. Yeah, help us make the one hundredth episode spectacular. One Absolutely. to remember. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, so we'll talk about that more in the in the coming episodes too. But uh, for now, let's just get started. Welcome to episode ninety six. Thank you notes. Welcome to the Sandbox. The most profound moment of gratitude that I felt in my life was merely a couple days after my son's birth, and it was a very traumatic birth. It was 20 hours of a failed induction with a failed epidural. And we, my husband and I, we were 48 hours sleepless, and we had just a very sensitive newborn at that point. We were in the hospital, in the throes of it, and we were both just exhausted. My husband was delirious from no sleep. And here I'm sitting in the hospital bed just trying to get through, wondering how the heck am I going to go on with life. And a friend who's also a pastor came and visited us, being the thing that pastors do. They visit newborns and their families in the hospital to offer a little blessing. Well, she came and did that. But then she sat down on the hospital floor right next to my bed and just talked to me like she was my friend. And she is my friend. And it made me feel like a human. It reminded me what um, my life was for. It was beyond motherhood. It was beyond all these tasks that laid in front of me. And for that, I was so grateful that she saw me as a human before motherhood, before everything happened. And I'm so thankful that she did that. I'm so grateful. It reminded me how much of a human I am in this human experience that we all share. Uh, for today, we're talking about gratitude. We're calling this episode Thank You Notes. As I was thinking about this, so we all kind of just, you know, had this idea of, of talking about gratitude and we weren't really sure uh, where to start. But I think for me, thinking about gratitude, it's helpful to say, like, what is it? You know, uh, we were just got through the Thanksgiving season mm -hmm. and everybody says, oh, I'm, I'm thankful for this and I'm thankful for that. And uh, we did a thing around here that a whole bunch of people said, my friends, my family <laughs> and my dog. And those are all those are all real things to be thankful for. Right. Um, but as I was thinking about gratitude and thinking about what uh, what being thankful and, 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 and grateful is, I think it's like it's kind of a, a lens that I think we see through in, in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. um, it's the ability to look at something and and pay attention to it. It's the ability to look at something and say, 
this is this is valuable, this is important, this is special. And and a lot of those things we might just otherwise kind of skip past. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe where, you know, people talk about practicing gratitude. That's where that comes from. It's from paying attention. And so again, that, that idea of a lens where uh, I look through it and everything that I'm seeing, I have the possibility of, of being aware of and then therefore grateful for. Um, so I think about that a lot as kind of a way of, of framing it. I don't know how you all would, would see that. Yeah, I think a practice of gratitude allows you to see what you can be thankful for in many different situations, no matter what you're a part of, what you're going through. Yeah, and I think, yeah, it's, it's that lens, it's that point of view of even in this moment, there's mm-hmm. something to be grateful mm-hmm. for. And actually, one of the things that I think is crazy about our, like we have this Thanksgiving holiday, right? It's a national holiday set aside to be to mm-hmm. be thankful. And and it feels like we're cramming for finals at that point. <laughs> Just like getting all, in all the yeah, thankfulness like, we can. Like, oh, crap, we've got we, we to be thankful. we got to figure out how to do <laughs> quick. this. Like, quick, figure it out. It's like I'm cramming for my biology final in college. But when in reality... If it's a way of life, then that one day mm-hmm. enters into the flow of just kind of who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're not sitting around the Thanksgiving table trying to come up with the more creative answer than your great aunt just had <laughs> yeah. of what she's grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad had some doozies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was in eighth grade, I think, and... I got to spend the last year of my grandpa's life with him. Um, He grew up, or when I grew up, both my grandparents, or sets of grandparents, lived in Brooklyn Park. That's where my parents grew up, just on, like, the opposite side of the city, the suburb. And they ended up meeting, like, after the fact. But we had split time on holidays between my grandma, so my dad's mom, and then my grandma and grandpa, so my grandpa Bill. Um, My dad's dad who I'm named after, he died before I was born. So Grandpa Bill is the only grandpa I ever had growing up. So um, just him being so far away, we didn't really have that much time to spend with them. So I was never really that close with them until after my grandma died from cancer. It must have been when I was in seventh grade. Um, He ended up moving down to Owatonna to an assisted living facility that was like a mile away from our place. So I just like walk over there every day after school and just spend time with him, like, playing cribbage and cards and watching sports and stuff like that. So just got, like, really close with him over that year. And it was hard when he died, but also just kind of was preparing for that ahead of time. And it's been really fun just to look back and think about that quality time we had together. So just something I'm grateful for, and it comes back in things like um, getting a scholarship for college because he was in the CBs in World War II and then being invited to come and talk at a convention about that and like his impact on my life. So just someone in my life I was grateful for and continue to be grateful for. So there's this sign, have you ever seen it? It says lost dog, three legs, missing right ear, tail is broken, recently castrated, answers to lucky. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love that, that sign because it's hilarious, but uh, I think that's, it's a way I understand gratitude as well. Hmm. I mean, here's this dog that's beat up and everything else. and Not so lucky. Answers <laughs> to lucky. It seems ironic, but sometimes our the way that we experience gratitude may be, even be like that. Hmm. So I was listening to uh, an interview on, on, on the radio not too long ago, and it, this woman, she was dying of this progressive, incurable disease. And the interviewer asked, asked her, I said, don't you even – 
somehow get mad at your body for, for, for mm. betraying you, for letting you down. And this woman, she just talked to this interviewer like he was from Mars or something. She was like in, totally incredulous about the whole thing. She's like, no, my, my body's been able to get me here, mm. right? Look at all that my body's been able to do and get me through life and, and, and childbirth and all of the things that I've been able to experience. No, I'm not mad at my, why would I be mad at my body? Mm. And I'm just, I was just amazed at that, that perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just the way that, that when, when things go wrong, we tend to, I think, place so much focus on, on those. And there's a, there's a bigger, there's a bigger hole there. And I think that's for whatever reason, she's able to, in that story, able to tap into the breadth of experience rather than just the, at the moment piece. The, the particular of yeah. it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, in that movie Ants, right? Where the the line of ants is kind of marching along doing their thing and a leaf falls in their way and they can't see the way forward and they freak out like the world is coming to an end. No, you just kind of walk around the leaf, right? <laughs> I mean, there's what's happening in the moment, but then there's the broader, mm-hmm, the bigger mm-hmm. picture. Yeah. Yeah, and to just pay attention to those things. Again, like the way that, that you're looking at your experience as a, certainly, you know, for her for her in that story, you know, her body is is fighting things and, and struggling and, and all of that, but it's also uh, been the thing that has allowed her to move around the planet and meet people and experience life and all mm-hmm. of these things. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually kind of an interesting question too, now that I think about it. aren't you mad at your, your body? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you, you could be mad at your body, but what maybe maybe the question of like, are you mad at the thing that's doing this to your body? Mm-hmm. It's even interesting, like how that maybe somehow miss somehow the lens that misses the benefits of her body has actually like kept us from even asking the right question about it about yeah. our gratitude. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good good point. You know, you can you you can answer the wrong question. But even if you're correct in answering the wrong question, you're mm-hmm. still wrong, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's also like my, very similarly, my dad was diagnosed with cancer and for a variety of reasons, his his treatment was delayed. And finally, after kind of a, a significant delay, he got the treatment. And it was his first, I think it was the first day of chemo. And I talked to my, I talked to them, like my mom and dad the next day, and apparently at the end of that day, they went home and they laid down in bed and, and they said, ah, what a good day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the, <laughs> <laughs> like how, wh- yeah. where do you come to yeah. in life that I just had my first chemo treatment and that was a good day. Mm-hmm. That Both of those stories, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at my body. Today was a good day, even though there was chemo involved. That's accessing a place that I think you mm-hmm. only get to with some serious work. Mm-hmm. Well, I think about, you know, just the, you know, whether it's the news or it's advertising or social media, like all of these forces outside of us that are um, sometimes just drawing attention to the negative things. Sometimes they're uh, drawing attention to the positive things, but it makes us compare ourselves to others. And just like all of these kind of consistent, there is something in our, I, I don't even know if it's cultural or if it's if it's just an innate human thing, but there's something that draws our attention to this negativity, mm-hmm. and it's 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 such it's just so pervasive in so many different places that you know I just I, I wonder how how that affects some of these questions, how that affects our ability to to look at a whole situation and say, well, yeah, I you know I had the treatment and the, the treatment was terrible, but I had the treatment, mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. have the treatment before. 
Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you have to somehow shed away that propensity that we have toward toward this negativity in order to get there. Um, and because I think, you know, especially when we think about like the news and all the things that are going on, a lot of it's true and a lot of things are bad, but not all of it is, right? You know, I think just this this same uh, concept can be applied to the rest of the world around us. Um, I actually just saw it and I'll maybe post the link in the in the description, but I just saw this little web comic that was like all of the like good things that happened this year and they were drawn in this cartoon kind of web comic thing. And it was... Just like, oh yeah, those things are awesome. Like to this uh, species of, of rhino that was had was down to the last two and was going to be extinct. But now they like were able to have more. Like they're able to like in captivity wherever they had babies. And so there's like more <laughs> rhinos. And, like it seems like a really small thing. And in some ways it is, but like that's happening alongside all of kind of these other things. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, to address the challenges where they are, but but to be aware of maybe the whole is, is a good way of looking at things. Yeah, and I think there's a piece, too, in not denying the reality of the situation, like not denying the fact that the treatment happened that day, mm-hmm. but also seeing what there is, what else there is in that. Um, having the treatment, like having the ability to get a treatment for that or, you know, like the lunch they had afterwards or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever good was in that day, not denying those those negative parts of it, not mm-hmm. like not pushing those away, acknowledging them, but also acknowledging the good that happened that day, I think is incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an ancient line in, in that was written by um, one of the fir- early Christians that said, be thankful in all things. Mm-hmm. And I love that line, but it's always misquoted. Mm-hmm. People say, well, you have to be thankful for that. No, I don't. <laughs> I am not <laughs> thankful for that, yeah. mm-hmm. right? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I, you, it, the difference of I am thankful in this, not for this. Mm-hmm. And and even in a time like this, when other people see my body betraying me, even in a time like this, when I'm getting my first chemo treatment, even in a time like this, I can be grateful. Mm-hmm. And that, again, happens with work. And, and it's a life goal for me to do that work. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that work is. I think that work is going through the days with um, adjusting the gaze of your eyes to, to, to look differently. Uh, and that happens one day at a time, one moment at a time. But it, it can happen. And and, uh, and and being thankful in all things is, is, is a good way to be. Well, a time when I felt grateful or gratitude was after, after a really hard medical diagnosis um i was told i had brain tumors and it it took a really long time but there was a point at which all my doctors finally agreed on what we were going to do they finally agreed on the plan of action and walking away from that like my brain was still spinning and i was still you know struggling but all of a sudden it's like your your body just fills with this warmth and you just realize how grateful you are to have, to be surrounded by these people um, and to be in that place where they all, we're all on the same page. We know where we're going, we know what we're gonna do and it's gonna be okay. 
So for the last couple of years, I've actually had an intentional gratitude practice. Um, I started doing a bullet journal a couple of years ago. And as part of that, I had like a list every week of things I was grateful for. Mm-hmm. It started off as just like a random page with whatever scribbled on it that I was grateful for when I remembered to do it. <laughs> um, and then it got to the point where I had like a set list of every single day writing something that w- that I was grateful for. And I started off by putting the rule on myself that I couldn't repeat myself in a month. I thought about doing it for a year and then that overwhelmed me. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah. So, like, it was interesting because it forced me to look beyond kind of friends and family. Mm -hmm. It also forced me to, like, save those moments for a later date. So, like... There'd be one day that my mom called me and it was really wonderful to talk to her. But I was like, but that's not our gratitude moment. Like, that's got to like, I got to say that one and find something else. Um, but it forced me to really look at like the smaller things mm-hmm. that I'm grateful for. Like there are days where like I have fun dinners with friends and things that are typical. I have my fiance written down, thankfully. Um, <laughs> Good, <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> where, I, where exactly is he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disclosing that information. <laughs> oh, they're not. Are, are they ranked? <laughs> <laughs> they're not ranked. <laughs> no, and that would bring a whole other thing to it. <laughs> um, but there's like those bigger events. Like I have the day that I got my dog that I was thankful uh-huh. for her um, on that day. Less thankful for her at other times. Mm-hmm. But that day I was very thankful for her. Um, and then I was going back through my lists and I found kind of fun like just random smaller things. Like one day it was just breath mm. and one day it was corn, <laughs> which I found very funny. Of course. Right. I don't know why. Corn. But you, are there any details related to that? It like ju- what? It just is the word corn. Okay. <laughs> so apparently it was a really good day to eat corn that day. Um, <laughs> and like things like energy and even time to rest. And I have one that just says time to do laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even in kind of those mundane everyday tasks, like the mm-hmm. fact that I had time to do laundry one day felt really good and yeah. made the list. You know, it's funny that you should say, say that this weekend I was actually thinking about laundry on account of my dryer broke Yeah. and I found myself at the laundromat Yeah. and I'm like, wow, I am so grateful that I have this, mm. yeah. you know, it's just, it's mm-hmm. kind of a weird thing. And it's a, like you said, it's the mundane mm-hmm. and the people mm-hmm. who were there likely were doing the mundane task of, of doing laundry, but they maybe didn't have a dryer that broke. I was just kind of mm-hmm. just profoundly grateful in that moment mm-hmm. for, for what I've been able to have. It's interesting yeah. how those, how those shifts in, in whatever, you know, in, in your case, the, the dryer broke, but it, those shifts in something like something forces us outside of the normal routine sometimes can can help us see that in, in unique ways. I think that's mm-hmm. probably a lot of what the practice is, you know, like the, the yeah. fact that you chose to write down uh, maybe without a dryer breaking is <laughs> right. a way of being able to see it. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather do really it without cool. the dryer breaking. <laughs> <laughs> but you still got there. But I got there. You still got there. <laughs> Lesson learned. Yeah. Are you grateful for it now, Dave? Uh, I'm getting there. <laughs> to ask you in a few weeks. Yeah, that's right. That's right. After I pay the bill. Oh my gosh. But yeah, like forcing myself to write mm-hmm. something down every single day that I'm grateful for. And it was also in those days where like it was a rough day at work and then came home and got into a squabble with whoever and then like the dog peed on the rug or whatever was going on. Like those days that just seemed like nothing is going right. And those were the days I had to sit and look like just stare at the journal and like take a couple minutes to find something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we all have hard days and some people are having way harder days than those. And yet I think there's still something you can find to be grateful for in those mm-hmm. moments. Mm-hmm. And it's also helpful in those moments 
when you have a practice like mine where it's written down to look back on what I've been grateful for in the past to mm-hmm. see like this day mm-hmm. wasn't a complete dumpster fire. Like yeah. <laughs> my life isn't completely, you know, going to shreds. <laughs> there are great things on this list. Um, so it was a nice practice for me just to open up that lens and seeing, you know, even on the days when it takes a couple minutes to find the thing that you're grateful for, there's still something there. There's a track record of ways that you've been blessed. So I'm curious as you look back, like, do you see anything different? Have you seen a shift either in the types of things or the way you think about the things that you're writing down or anything like that throughout the time? Yeah, I was looking back a little bit. Um, and it definitely, it, when I started, it's um, just kind of random things and like things that like people think of when they think of being grateful, like, like friends and family and um, energy and, and different things like that. Like I think kind of those stereotypical things. And then as I continued the practice looking through, like it is those smaller things and mm. it's things that are more um, pertinent to me mm. and um, and my own personality, my own sure. likes. Um, and then also it was interesting to look back and see things that I don't honestly remember, mm. um, but things that I was grateful for. Like um, I have like a morning chat with a friend on here and I'm like, oh, I don't remember like talking to that person, but that's awesome. <laughs> and I was clearly very grateful for it in that moment. And like looking back and being able to remember that stuff mm-hmm. has been really interesting. But yeah, and then just kind of seeing more to uh, going through my day and recognizing like, oh, this is the thing I can write down. And then often it not being the thing I actually write down. Mm-hmm. Um, because like that thing, like, I'm like, oh, good, I have something. And then I actually think, well, like, yes, I'm grateful for that. But this thing also happened, mm-hmm. which was beautiful. And I'd rather put that down i think it went from more broad things to more specific mm-hmm. things as it developed cool. and also did you find you know like you're, you're talking about it's a way of going through the, your day right and oh i'm looking for the thing that i can be thankful for mm-hmm. that's kind of a weird but, it, but was there ever a shift of oh i'm thankful for this and i'm thankful for that and i'm thankful for you know like mm-hmm. rather than hunting for the thing to be thankful for yeah that the, these the, these things are just coming at you because it's just changed your way of of seeing yeah, there were some days where I remember, um, like, I just have one line dedicated to each day. And I was like, dang it, I have, like, four things. <laughs> and um, some of the days I was like, nope, you have to pick the one thing. Like, you, mm-hmm. like this is the one rule. And then other days I was like, nope, I'm listening to them all because, like, today was awesome. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that all needs to be mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, there was definitely less of a hunt and more of, like, oh, going back through my day, here's 15 things that mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Cool. That's really interesting because I, I think – you know, I hear it a little, obviously in what you're saying here and, and a little bit in, in some of the stories that you were sharing, Dave. Uh, but this this idea that like when, sometimes we can look back on who we were at a time, whether it's like a year ago when you start a practice or 15 years ago when you thought or believed or acted a different way. Um, we can kind of look back on those times with a little bit of like maybe shame, maybe like I'm not really sure I want to like allow that person to – kind of exist today. I kind of want to push them back there in the past, right? You know, mm-hmm. that's not who I am anymore. But there's something about that that like, as I'm hearing you describe this practice and it's, you started in one place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you started in kind of the sense of, you know, just the the surface level things maybe, or the things that maybe felt easier and, and kind of looking for it and having to force yourself into this practice in some way mm-hmm. to down the road after having done it for a while it's totally changed and you approach it entirely differently and you see different things throughout the day. And, and I just think that like just taking a moment to be grateful for like our past selves too, 
uh, that that uh, it's a little bit of what you were saying about that story with with the woman and her body mm-hmm. and this illness. You know, um, the past self is how you got to where you are and how you got through the experiences that you had that shape who you are now. Um, mm-hmm. So just not not like casting that aside and not saying that that's not valuable, right? Being being grateful for the experiences because they've shaped who we are. Yeah. So now we've talked a lot about gratitude and things we're thankful for, but we haven't actually named some things. Uh, Chris, what are you uh, thankful for? What are you grateful for? Yeah. uh, When I think about what I'm grateful for, um, I mean, (laughs) it's going to sound funny, but (laughs) as we've poked at it a little bit, but, uh, you know, truly the the, the friends and the family thing is not, it's not a small thing. There's a reason why people -hmm. people answer that that way. But um, if I think a little bit beyond that, I would say, uh, kind of, of music and, and creativity and thinking about the ways that, especially that I can have a, have a chance to create something with other people, just kind of that, that experience that you, that you share together when you're, when you're making something. Uh, and I, and I might add after that, you know, I think sometimes, unfortunately it takes, it takes a little bit of, of noticing that some things may be going away or it's, or, or a sense of loss or a sense of, of challenge with something in order to pay attention to it. And I think that, you know, as, as kind of culturally and globally, we've been talking about this, uh, this rising threat of, of climate change. I've, I've kind of like tapped into this part of my 10 year old self that just loved being outside and running around. And, um, and I've just sensed beauty in those things lately in a way that I haven't in a really long time, uh, mm-hmm. which is a nicer response to that than it could be otherwise. So what about you? Man, <sighs> When I think about things that I'm grateful for, it's, you know, yes, you're right. The friends and family business been kind of harsh on in this episode so far, and it's completely sincere at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'd get a little bit more specific. I am grateful for sitting on the couch or on our, you know, in our living room, having an extra cup of coffee with my wife on a Saturday morning when we're usually quite busy, but for whatever reason that morning we're not and we just are hanging out. Mm-hmm. I'm so profoundly grateful at that time, not only for the time that we get to spend, not only for the caffeine in my coffee, but also for <laughs> the fact that I have a living room and at this time of year, a fireplace that's going and I mm-hmm. feel like I am the richest human being on earth because I've got all of that in proper order. I am thankful for my daughters, yes, but I'm thankful for when they laugh so hard they snort, right? I mean, that's an event, okay? <laughs> and that is something to behold when you are so free in a moment that you get to be who you truly are. Because when we're out in public, we don't laugh that hard. But when it happens, it's mm-hmm. gold, you know? And, and then that when you see that that your own daughters are that happy that that happens, I, to me, that's, that's, worth, that's worth it all. I'm thankful for my dogs who <laughs> most of the time, but I'm thankful when I sit down, I, whenever I sit down on the floor, my giant dog, who's, I don't know, 75, 80 pounds, comes and flops on his back on my lap because he wants to get scratches. I, I just, there's something awesome about that. I mean, there's so many great things that just, and all of those things are kind of normal. Mm-hmm. I guess what, what I'm saying is I'm thankful for the the normal because the extraordinary, uh, whether it's good or, or bad or tough or wonderful or whatever, that always sticks out, right? Uh, but the normal I think that's where the magic is. Hmm. So, uh, and I and I and I hate that I miss that more often than not. But when I'm aware of it, that's when I think uh, that's where the gratitude lives. I was thinking about what I'm grateful for, and there's a couple things that made me just think about um, the fact that I'm engaged these days, and it's been really cool to be a part of like making my own family 
out uh, outside mm-hmm. of like my family of origin. Like I'm just really mm-hmm. thankful for all of even like the weird discussions that you have to have, like where are we going on Christmas Eve um, <laughs> and all of that stuff. But just being able to kind of carve out like what my family will be has mm-hmm. been a really beautiful mm-hmm. experience. And then earlier today, I was thinking about just the fact that I can read and write mm-hmm. and the fact that I get to experience all these people's ideas from whenever it was in these books or even exploring my own as I read back on the things I'm grateful for or read back on old things that I've written and just thinking about the way that we get to share ideas we get to share creativity and we get to share who we are with one another in a way that um, is almost universal but in a way that allows it to live on outside of ourselves and outside of even our lifetimes um, I think is a pretty incredible thing. So looking back on this gratitude practice that I've had for the last couple of years, I've realized how it has helped me to have that lens of gratitude and has helped me to see the different areas of my life where I feel truly blessed, where I have those moments where I get to uh, step out of kind of the chaos and recognize what's there. So I would challenge our listeners to take some time in the next couple weeks um, and find a time maybe at night or in the morning to actually write down what you're thankful for and just see what happens. How does that change your view of your everyday life and how does reviewing it change your outlook on what's going on? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sandbox Cooperative Podcast. As we said at the outset, we're coming up on episode 100 and we would love to hear from you. We'd love to know who you'd like us to have on as a guest. We'll do our best to get a hold of them, but shoot us a message. You can either shoot us a message through social media or send us an email at podcast at sandboxcooperative.com. And if you want to stay up to date with all things going on in the Sandbox, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or sign up for our mailing list at sandboxcooperative.com. You can also rate and review us on iTunes and join us in the conversation. And as always, be sure to share this podcast with someone who might like it, because there's always more room in the Sandbox. Until next time. We'll see ya. Bye. Please watch your step as you exit the Sandbox.